it occurred to me after the live show last week that I've been putting so much emphasis on families and friends and neighbors, everybody that surrounds the person with aphasia, that I neglected to put responsibility also on the person with aphasia. And I don't know if this is going to be controversial or not, but it is a two-way street, right? Communication is a two-way street. One person initiates, somebody else responds or asks question and then the other person responds and it goes back and forth it's what we call in the profession a um, conversation dyad it's two people it's two parts well the same thing goes for aphasia inclusion because if the person with aphasia or those that have a communication impairment like dysarthria it's on you also to show up Welcome to the Listen for Life podcast with Genevieve Richardson. Genevieve is a speech-language pathologist rehabilitating adults with communication challenges after a stroke or due to a neurological impairment. Get equipped with knowledge from experts in the field and professionals you need to know. We'll hear stories and experiences from others who are navigating life with aphasia. So put your earphones in and take a walk outside. This isn't just a podcast. This is a community, a resource, and a support system. We're in this together. Do life. Good morning, everybody. Genevieve here from Life Speech Pathology. Thank you so much for joining and for catching the replay. We are here to talk about the holidays. Uh, today is part four of my five-part series about aphasia inclusion at the holidays. We're calling this Welcoming the Unwelcome Guest called Dysarthria at the Holidays. So today is a little bit of a twist on the theme of aphasia. And the reason for that is you can have had a stroke and you can have dysarthria, which is an impairment in how your speech sounds, slurred speech. You can have a different cadence to your speech. You may put emphasis on different parts of the word. There can be all sorts of different reasons your speech is impaired after a stroke, a brain tumor, a neurological disease, or falling down and hitting your head. So we're going to hear from Bruce today and what it's like for him to have a speech impairment and how people perceive him and interact with him, particularly at the holidays. But before we get to that, we need to have a bit of a heart to heart. It occurred to me after the live show last week that I've been putting so much emphasis on families and friends and neighbors everybody that surrounds the person with aphasia, that I neglected to put responsibility also on the person with aphasia. And I don't know if this is going to be controversial or not, but it is a two-way street, right? Communication is a two-way street. One person initiates, somebody else responds or asks question and then the other person responds and it goes back and forth it's what we call in the profession a 
um, conversation dyad. It's two people, it's two parts. Well, the same thing goes for aphasia inclusion. Because if the person with aphasia or those that have a communication impairment like dysarthria, it's on you also to show up. So let's talk about some of this. How can the person with aphasia or dysarthria also take responsibility for communication? Number one, show up. Uh, you may not want to go to a holiday party or a get together because you're embarrassed or you feel bad about your speech or you think, oh, last time I went to one of those, I was just ignored and sat in the corner the whole time. Well, again, two way street. No one will talk to you unless you show up. So that's number one. Number two, let's figure out how you communicate best and how is it best for others to communicate with you. Some examples of what we call self-advocacy, letting people know they need to slow down just a bit or they need to pause or they need to wait to let you respond. Maybe they need to ask simple questions. Maybe you talk best or communicate best in a quiet corner of the house or in a different room away from the chaos. So you can advocate for yourself or work with your significant other to figure out how you can advocate for yourself. So my point in bringing up this part of the topic today is it's a two-way street and we need you, the person with aphasia, to do your part. And then we're going to uh, prepare the other people that are going to be around you, how they can include you in the conversation and the activities and the joyfulness that can be the holidays. So do your best to participate. And let's go ahead and transition now into our story about Bruce, who has dysarthria. And we'll define all of that. But here's Bruce's story. So let's meet Bruce. Bruce is a charismatic individual. He has a heartwarming smile and an indomitable spirit. Do you like how I got that word out? It's a lot of syllables. For the past 10 years, Bruce has lived with a condition called ataxic dysarthria. This is a condition that affects how he controls and coordinates the muscles necessary for speech. While this may add a distinctive cadence, cadence meaning how the pace of your speech sounds, the intonation, the inflection, he sometimes speaks a little slower. Sometimes it's slurred. But you need to know that even though his speech is impaired, his intact, his intact, his intellect, his smarts, the person that he is remains as sharp as ever. This is one of those myths that us speech pathologists are constantly trying to bust. Just because someone has a language or a speech impairment does not mean they are not smart. It does not mean that they aren't the person that you know and remember. All right, back to Bruce. Bruce isn't just a diagnosis. He is a man of many, many layers. He loves cooking. He even has a knack for stand-up comedy 
and he adores his friendships and loves spending time with friends and family. His challenges with speech for the last 10 years have never dampened his zest for life. Rather, it's deepened his understanding of the importance of meaningful and patient conversation. As the holiday season approaches, Bruce faces some unique challenges. This year, he and his wife are hosting a whole bunch of people that haven't seen Bruce in nearly 10 years. Some of them may have interacted with Bruce after his stroke, but many have not been with him in person. So he has a little bit of trepidation about a house full of people and how he's going to be perceived. So the first thing you're going to understand about Bruce is that he believes patience is more than a virtue. It's a pathway to understanding. Bruce's second takeaway is that it is important to listen, not just with your ears, but with your heart. We get so caught up in the holidays or in our extremely busy lives that many of us, even without a speech or language impairment, tend to rush. We um, don't stop to make eye contact. We talk as we're doing two or three other things, or we're talking as we're walking through a room, or we're yelling, even worse, we're yelling from another room of the house to get someone's attention, not even taking into consideration, is that person paying attention? See how this can be a problem? Think about your communication with your loved ones. Even myself, I'm in the profession. I've been doing this a really long time. I can be sitting here in my office and I know my kid is in the kitchen and I yell for her. I haven't taken into consideration for one second what it is she's doing. I just know that she's there and my voice can reach her. But how is that effective communication? So let's keep going with Bruce's story. Third takeaway, Bruce wants you to understand, he is not defined as a person by his speech impairment. He is defined by the love, wisdom, and humor he brings to every room and to every person he interacts with. What does Bruce want others to understand about him and his speech? Before we get to that, let's define what is ataxic dysarthria. In simple terms, this dysarthria affects the control and coordination of speech muscles, which can lead to speech that sounds slow, slurred, or both. It often takes the listener an extra level of concentration to understand and to get used to how the speech sounds. Bruce wants you to know that he is still Bruce. He still has his smarts. He was an engineer by trade and he's funny. Isn't that kind of, to all those engineers out there that hear this, is that a misnomer? Bruce wants you to know that his speech is not a representation of his enthusiasm or capability. He's a lively man with a rich history of friendships, long-time relationships with friends around the world, and he has a knack for stand-up comedy. 
So the next time you talk to someone named Bruce who has a speech impairment, listen closely because you don't want to miss out on what he has to say. So we know that the holidays are rich in communication, maybe not quality communication, but that's why I'm here. Let's make a change. So let's keep, let's boil this down. Keep conversations simple. Be patient. Slow down your speech just a smidge. Pause and wait. If you don't understand something that Bruce is saying, ask him to repeat. Better yet, do a technique, what we call reflection. Say back to Bruce the words that you did understand so that he can then repair or correct or say the words that you missed so that the whole message can get across. Never, ever, never, ever pretend that you understand. That is so disheartening for the person who has a communication disorder. Maintain eye contact. This is going to help Bruce not only feel respected, but also ease the flow of conversation. Do not uh, finish Bruce's sentences for him. If you didn't understand the whole thing and you think you know what he's saying, ask for permission first. Ask if you can propose what you think he's saying. Bruce, I think I know what you're saying. Can I tell you, can I tell you what I'm thinking? And then wait for a response. It's going to be a yes or a no. Don't ever assume that you know what's in his head. Because as we know, Bruce is funny. He might have something pithy to share with you. Be patient and listen. It's okay to ask for repetition. So friends, this episode was about Bruce. Bruce who has dysarthria. His speech sounds a little different. He doesn't have um, a language issue like our other three examples in our previous parts of this series where we met Shirley, Len, and Alvin. Each of those individuals had a different form of aphasia, but Bruce here, he has dysarthria, also a communication impairment. Next week, we are going to wrap this holiday series with part five of welcoming the unwelcome guest called aphasia during the holidays. Part five, is all about self-care. This is one of those terms that is thrown around. You see it all over social media. You hear it on the television. You even might have friends or family saying it. You've got to take care of yourself, right? We all know we should. But next week's episode on Thursday, same time, same bat channel, 11 a.m. Central, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We are going to talk about self-care. I'm going to give you very practical, easy to apply tips and strategies for self-care. I can tell you as a individual who is incredibly busy, who spends a lot of time working, and when I'm not working, I'm cooking and I'm spending time with family. It is hard to take care of yourself. 
It's hard to take a stretch break. It's hard to go outside and smell the fresh air and enjoy the breeze. It's hard to place that phone call to a friend just to say hi, because you know that this is a talky friend and you're going to be on the phone for two hours. It doesn't matter. Make the phone call or send a voicemail, send a text message, reach out to someone who you love or care for or are friends with and let them know you're thinking of them. So we're going to talk about all this goodness next week on Thursday, part five of this holiday series. So next, I need to tell you, how do you prepare your guests if people are coming to your house? How do you prepare your person who has aphasia? But then what if you're traveling? That's a whole host of other considerations, right? Whether you are new to the aphasia and dysarthria world or you've lived with these conditions for years, this masterclass is going to give you the strategies, tips, and techniques to help make the holidays the best ever. I started this holiday series knowing that to hear and learn information, you have to hear it multiple times. It's called respectful repetition for things to start sinking in. So that's why we've done this five-part holiday series leading up to the masterclass. So what happens if you don't attend this masterclass? You are going to keep doing your holidays like you've always done them. And that's fine. If, that, if that's good for you, then by all means, keep doing it. I'm not saying you have to take 10 things and apply them at the holidays. Come to this masterclass and take away one tip and apply it for Thanksgiving. If you have a Hanukkah celebration, take us another tip and apply that at Hanukkah. If you celebrate Christmas, take one or two tips that in addition to the ones you applied at the other one or two holidays and apply them at Christmas. You don't have to do it all at once. Sometimes one win is enough. Sometimes taking the simplest strategy and applying it is a win and can make all the difference. So this master class will be next Thursday evening, November 2nd, 5.30 p.m. Central Time. I'm Central Time. I'm in Austin. But you have to register. To get to that registration page, I'll tell you that in just a moment. But like I said, we have two offerings. Next Thursday, November 2nd, 5.30 p.m. Central. The second offering is that Saturday, November the 4th at 10 a.m. Central Time. So that's 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern. Okay, you do the math. Don't make me do it on live. So to register, the best way to register is to go to my website, dolife.com forward slash holidays. That is a holiday page and you can register directly for either one of those live masterclasses. This masterclass is appropriate for friends, family, neighbors, colleagues, your best friend. 
as well as for people who have dysarthria and aphasia. There are takeaways for every person. The best way to prepare for the holidays is to attend this masterclass and to catch the replays of each of these episodes, which can also be found on the same website, dolifespeechpathology.com forward slash holidays. That's where you get all of this goodness all together. So from this masterclass, by registering, there are three bonuses coming to you. One is going to be a workbook that has the where you can take notes. You print it out at home. You take and take notes and it has takeaways and check boxes so that you can leave that master class with an action plan. You can use it at Thanksgiving, at Hanukkah, at Christmas, at Kwanzaa, at your kid's birthday party. These tips and strategies are universal. We're just talking about them for the holidays because we are in the holiday spirit. Let's see your second bonus. So you get that workbook. The second bonus, I'm going to add on to the masterclass, a live Q and A um, opportunity. Come with a question or an issue and I will do a lightning round and then answer as many questions as I can. A third bonus, the replay will be available to you from that master class so that you can go back and listen to it and watch it again. And the beauty of this replay, I will also have an audio only version as well as the video that you can share with your friends and family. This is about getting the information to the community, to the world about aphasia. Many of you haven't heard the word aphasia unless you are directly impacted by it. But just like you hear about other diagnoses, heart disease, Alzheimer's disease, my goal is to educate you about aphasia because people with aphasia and communication disorders deserve to be included. And we want to get rid of the stigma related to this diagnosis and help people communicate and form connections. All right, enough of my soapbox. I could be here all day. Do life speech pathology com forward slash holidays. Registration is open now. Please, please, please register. Join me. Bring your questions and let's make this an amazing holiday season. All right. Now I got to do the tech stuff. Here we go. Take care, Instagram. I'm signing off with you first. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in to the Listen for Life podcast. We hope you feel empowered and supported. Head over to listenforlifepodcast.com to see the show notes with links and information from today's episode. Do you have a topic, a resource to share, or a guest recommendation? Inquiring minds want to know. Let us know in the comments section. Wishing you a fabulous week.